podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite Wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. The boys are back, and it's actually officially the first show we have recorded together in my house. We're using the Blue Yeti mic, not our good professional equipment, but uh, we can check off Shawnee, Kansas, and all the random cities we have done shows at. Yeah, that's another one. How many states are we in now? I mean, it's still obviously we're in Kansas, but yeah, Kansas has our total state. Yeah, because this is actually our 300th episode. So state-wise, the very first one was Missouri. Second one was it was Georgia. Third one was Kansas. Fourth was Oklahoma. And I think that's it. Um, Texas. When media in, Days. Oh, yes, Media Days. So Media Days was our fifth. Has there ever been a remote one where like you were at a game... Or something, or I we traveled to a game and we called. Have we ever done that? I don't think no. So. Um, but with luckily with the Spotify Green Room app, because I was just thinking about this today, the Stanford trip, um, mm. recording the game review on that Sunday. We're both going to be down there. I don't know where you're staying. I still don't I'm staying know. downtown. Uh, my sister's well, downtown boyfriend, Arlington, Fort Worth, I think Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Um, well, my sister's boyfriend is a GM at like a nice ass hotel downtown, so I'm getting like thirty five bucks a night. It's gonna be great, obviously. But yeah, so, so we'll have to figure. We'll we'll worry about that. But no, I, I I don't think we've ever. I think the only remote ones we've done, I, I've been at my house or my pandemic parents, basically, so yeah. or this essentially. Yeah, the last like year and a half we've been mostly boys. remote, mostly remote, but. Well, we'll probably let's try to get to six this this year. Okay, what would be the sixth state though? Um, I don't know. You're right. Green room is going to help. You said you wanted to go to like ten games this yeah, year. Well, so. So, yeah. So I mean, I think you I tell actually, me. Are, well, but here's the thing: we've already recorded in Oklahoma, Iowa, uh, in Stillwater, not, but, but oh, it's a home game okay. with Iowa. Um, That's a good point. And then it's Texas. Yeah, you're right. I mean, because they're not to West Virginia. Season. So next season, maybe in Iowa, maybe in West Virginia, but I don't know what my life's going to look like next year. So I don't either. We'll see. Hopefully mine's a little slower. Yeah, I mean, things are wild. But, yeah, I mean, this is our 300 show. We're going to get into talking about the show a little bit later. Um, Something I did want to do before we get into the meat of the show, um, I was looking back at some of our outlines and shows from this time last year. Mm-hmm. And the doomsday surrounding college football. Will they have it? Will they won't have it? it? It's just wild to think of how far and how different things are in the sports world between now and a year ago. I mean, we're seeing packed stadiums across the world now. Um, just how different is sports and also your feelings surrounding sports as we sit here uh, full disclosure, July 9th, this is going out on the 12th in case something crazy happens over the weekend. But, you know, how different is it, you know, in the sports fan world now versus a year ago? It's totally different, and it's amazing. I mean, 
the Euros has me brainwashed to be cheering for England because I'm so addicted to seeing like a home crowd go absolutely batshit. So it's great. Last year was, you know, we were struggling through the preseason, just like everything was just touch and go. I We were both kind of on the same page, like there's no fucking way. We might get game one. Yeah, I, I think come by July at this point, we were thinking, all right, there probably is going to be a season, but we're still like. It by felt our like nails. it changed every weekend. Like we really, there was a lot of. It was a pendulum, really, until until we got to game one. It was like, all right, we got to game one. Now let's kind of see what happens. And then after we did that, I kind of felt. I personally was like, oh, if we play one game, we'll play ten. But in hindsight, that really was like not at all no, true. It wasn't like, the case. I mean, we, we did play ten, which is crazy, and we, we didn't even have yeah. one rescheduled. And I think we've said it a couple times on the podcast. There were a handful of games, specifically the Texas game, and the Iowa State game, that in all reality we should not have played. Um, yeah, Chris Kleiman probably Maybe shouldn't have Baylor. had as much integrity as he did. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So I'm going back and looking. So. Last year, we had, on July 6th, we had a trivia show, which shame on me for not getting trivia going this offseason. Because um, offseason, honestly, about that. <laughs> is almost gone. Once you get yeah. to August, because we, we have this show, and then I, I we have we have to figure out one more show, then it's Q&A, and then we're into August, and yeah. we're, we're through the offseason at that point. But uh, July 13th, we still didn't know, because we had... Van Malone and Taylor Braddon, where we didn't know if we were going to have football. It wasn't until August 17th that we were convinced that we are going to have football. <laughs> yeah. That's Holy crazy. shit. I mean, that's, what, two weeks, basically, before the season, before game one? It's typically late I think the weekend. Game Typically, yes. But game one didn't happen until, uh, let's see, until September 2nd, or 12th last year. So it started right. late. But still, it's just wild. Like, we're still a full month away from being convinced we were going to play football if this was last year. Yeah. I think, I mean, this obviously, like, in the United States, we've kind of blown past, like, any (laughs) reluctance for, you know, COVID protocol. I think there might be, like, here and there, it's kind of poking its head back in, like, the Delta variant and that bullshit, and we still have a lot of people that need to get vaccinated, but... I feel pretty much like we're going to have a 98% normal season. The one thing that worries me is, you know, one more, like, I, you can't dictate the players, hey, you have to get the vaccine. Yeah. Like, that's not, yeah, we're not going to get it. Yeah. I mean, then all of a sudden, we, you saw it happen in the College yeah. World Series. A team literally lost their shot. Uh, you know, they basically had to, for, they had to play one game super shorthanded and yeah. had to forfeit another game. Um, because of it. So, yeah. I mean... We're not totally in the clear, for sure. And, I mean, that's just viruses. There's always going to be, like, different variants. And the stubbornness of people not getting vaccinated is going to keep that... It's going to always have the door open a little bit for it. But I feel pretty good about it. Because I also feel like teams are just going to be like, fuck it. We need the money. <laughs> We're going to let everybody in, no matter what. Oh, I'm not... Here's, and, here's my thing. Yeah. Teams this, are going to blow by. Yeah, this may not... From, from the... Fan, from the Player perspective, I hope the coaches can handle it well enough and they convince their players to get vaccinated. Um, it is what it is. Like, yeah. I, But from a fan perspective, here, here's my opinion. 
from a general human being thing, there's enough information out there, and I don't want to hear any of this bullshit from the truthers about the vaccine. Like, that is so stupid. Whatever. But there's enough information out there, and literally everyone can get a vaccine. We're getting to a point where they're, you know, like, they're begging to be, get yeah, it. I mean, yeah. So here's the thing. If you go to a game and you're not vaccinated and then you get it, fucking too bad. Like I that, and again, should I be should I, should that be my opinion? Yes. Probably not. But probably not. For the greater good of humanity, it shouldn't be if you get it at this point. Oh, I mean, you're you. saying. Like th- yeah, that's because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where I'm at. You know, I got the vaccine. If if you haven't gotten it at this point and you get sick, hey, that's your own fault. Whatever. Do whatever you want. But you have to take some self-responsibility. I want a 50,000 you know, oh attendance case state game. And how good is that going to feel? So, single game tickets go on sale here <sighs> in a couple jonesy. of weeks. They're doing the refill the bill campaign for that first home game for Southern Illinois. And the, the, I wasn't planning on going to that because, you know, I just have a lot of shit going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, but you're a I'm going now. Like, I, in the last like, couple days, I was like, oh, f- I have to go to the first fucking game. Like, well, and then Fort Riley Day is that Nevada game. Here, here's this. I didn't have it in the. I have to go to that. Didn't too. have it in the outline. I kind of almost wish they were doing like a refill the bill campaign for that Nevada game because I'm like legitimately scared of Nevada. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, you know, I like to. I'm a pendulum myself. Yeah. And my confidence levels, but where's your confidence at? This the more I think about, like, we have Skyler back. Like, that's so big. I think that's huge. Like. Returning the entire get, offensive line too. Yeah, get through, get over, get beat Stanford, and I'm like, I think we'll go three zero, and then it's like those next three games, obviously insane. But the real, I, all, all I want to do is fucking beat Stanford, and then it's like we can breathe. And I really do think that we'll we'll be we'll hit the ground running. That's just kind of what I. If we go three zero, are you going to convince yourself to go to Stillwater? No, I won't go to Stillwater. I'm probably going to convince. You should. If we go three and zero, I probably will, and then I'll be disappointed. We're but bad luck there. I mean, no, the basketball game was a lot of fun. That was great. Um, I I just hate that trip. And I'm, like, cause the move is really like to stay. Yes, and leave early. In the but, but here's the thing: the, I don't the, want to do that. The issue, the issue was the rain delay the last time. That's a good point. But it's it's what that's true. Holy shit, that sucked. And then everyone almost died in the fog near Emporia. Yeah, my brother fell asleep like two times in like five minutes. I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Wake it, up!" It, it was not a good drive. But it was really bad. Yeah. Um, and the game itself was just like it was one of those games like where we were just like couldn't do a single fucking thing. So I, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be hard for me to go. I'm gonna have a really hard time convincing my wife like to go to like home games. So, like, there's no fucking way I'm going to go to an away game. So. Well, what you need to do is start getting all buddy-buddy with Alan and basically say, hey, Cheyenne can stay with Jack at their house. Mm-hmm. And then you just come and get them out that's, the for home games. That's a good idea. So you need to start sucking up to my brother. That's a good point. And he'll be older. And maybe, like, on those days, we can go to my parents. But we'll see. We'll figure it out. And, I'm like, hey, I'll have a different job by then. So, like, my flexibility will be different. So we'll see. It's exciting. Well, I, I was going to have us like reminiscing about Big 12 Media Days, but we, we uh, had a 10-minute intro ban- banter. We don't need to do that. But I will talk about Spotify Green Room. We're going to use that for remote uh, game oh, reviews cool. when we're both traveling. Uh, but guess what? We're also going live there every week. Here's the thing, though, folks. 
We are going live on Wednesday this week. So we have been going live every Thursday, but I, I'm going to the Gold Cup game on Thursday. So we're going to go Wednesday this week. And honestly, it might maybe go Wednesday the next week too because I'm getting getting my dog the next Thursday. So are you gonna share any more information about that dog? I'm not. I'm going to wait until I have him in person. It's a lab mix. He's a good boy. I'm not going to share the name on air until I have him. So just building up anticipation. I'm, I'm really anxious to hear that name. It's nothing crazy, but it's like kind of like... Yeah, but like I'm still like very curious. Yeah. So his, when did you get him? So it, when did I get him or where? where? So it was. it's an adoption agency out of Overland Park. So him, his entire litter, and then his mom was saved from an outdoor uh, living situation. Mm. The mom was saved right uh, before she had puppies, brought into the shelter. Uh, the mom was very quickly adopted out after the puppies were weaned off. Mm. And then all the puppies went to different foster homes. So I went out uh, all the way out to Blue Springs, met the foster mom. She had a sister, or he had a sister, at the same spot, so they went in twos to their foster parents, and yeah, it's a it's a fun situation. So I'll announce the name uh, exciting for you. I'm happy for you. Yes, after I have them on hand. So we are going live on Wednesday at seven p.m. instead of Thursday this week. Wednesday, not Thursday. We'll probably still release it on Friday, maybe Thursday. I haven't decided yet on the RSS feed, but join us. We have fun there, and guess what? It's not just us. There's a ton of live shows. And you can just get your buddies together, and it's a fun way to just chat with folks. Yeah. Especially if you I would like, encourage like people to start their own rooms. Oh, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. Start your own room, tweet it out, and I'll then join I'll anyone. join. Yeah, yeah. I, if I ever when I see green room stuff on my feed, I join. There, it's a ton of fun. So join us on Wednesday. Okay, so. Um, a lot of this is going to be some repeat from our live show. We get a lot more listeners on our traditional Monday release. So it's not the end of the world if we repeat ourselves a little bit. So uh, let's just jump into it. Uh, we, we both thought the roster's been set for a while, but we added uh, you know, the JUCO national champion Tyrone Howell, who is a big wide receiver, 6'3", 215. He did a private workout uh, similar to his teammate Kingsley Ugwu is what I'm going with. Uh, he was committed to Louisiana Monroe, had offers from Tulsa and Buffalo. Not a burner, but he's a dude who goes up and gets the ball. So I'm going to rephrase how we talked on the live show. I'm going to ask you this. Where was your confidence level in our wide receiver room coming into this season, especially knowing you know Sebastian Taylor got hurt in that final game of the season coming into the season? And does the addition of Mr. Howell – uh, increase or does it not move the needle in your confidence? Do we have an update on Taylor's return date? I think the, is he back. I, he is. I Working everything out. I had heard was he was going to be full go by fall camp. I don't think he was full go for spring ball. Okay. Well, I mean, my confidence in the wide receiver group isn't good at all. <laughs> Sebastian Taylor kind of broke out of his shell last season. He's not the most reliable guy, and now he's coming off of a long-term injury, so how long is it going to take him to get back to his best, and what is his best anyways? Not, like, super reliable receiver. Has potential, but is more of, like, a possession guy that comes, flashes here and there. Would be a role guy. A role guy. In the Big 12. Um, Malik Knowles 
I think very highly of him, but we all know Malik Knowles' injury problems have kept him very inconsistent. Now, it seems like this is his healthiest stretch so far, and he's having a ton of preparation, hopefully having a great spring ball, well, hopefully I've heard, having great fall camp. And here's the thing. I've heard great things about like where he is mentally, physically coming into this season. Yeah, I, I think this is our best shot to see 100%. him full go. And he's still, like, I mean, young. I think he's technically a sophomore. He's a sophomore. And, yeah, but we I, can't – aside from the injuries, that's a great point, is the mental um, – He's in a much better he's mental had, place. He had some, like, traumatic life events that he had to deal with as a college player, which is during a pandemic, you know. I mean, he lost his mom. That's not something that anyone could deal with in any mental uh, – like, a healthy mental space, so – Going through injuries, dealing with that, um, having a pandemic, um, the fact that he's turned his head and is looking forward and is saying, like, I'm committed to the program. And after, like, a mass exodus of, like, probably a lot of, like, players that he may, be, may have been close with, the fact that he's looking forward and is, like, uh, I'm committed to the program and I'm ready to, you know, be a part of it and be, like, the wide receiver, the guy is really exciting and that like makes me pretty confident. As long as he can stay healthy, I think he's going to be an um, absolute baller. As far as like the Howell edition goes, I mean, it doesn't move the needle for me at all. Just because Juco guys, you really never know what you're going to get. But I like his um, body size, and it's like, why not take a punt on this guy? Um, he's got, what, three years of eligibility for us? If you get one like really solid year out of him where he's like wide receiver number two, that's a success in my in my book, and we might be losing Sebastian Taylor next year. Yeah, we, we might be losing Malik Knowles next year. Here, so it's like we need bodies at wide receiver, anyways. So I don't think it's like uh, that big of a risk, you know. No, I think it's zero. So risk. it's like who cares? And, and I actually it could think it really does. It. I think it does raise my concern with the wide receiver room up a little bit, just because it's like another body in skill set that is worthy of being at this level. Yeah. Because uh, I have my doubts. I, I, I've i said them on this podcast a million times. I have my doubts about Keenan Garber. And then, you know, after Keenan Garber, it's like, okay, Philip Brooks, you know what he is. And then after that, it's just like, okay, you know, yeah. is Cade Warner really going to do anything? Is Landry Weber really going to do anything? And then you're depending on, you know, Travis and RJ Garcia and Brandon Hawkins who yeah. still have yet to show us anything. Right. And I think we both would agree to a certain extent that we think that this staff is good at identifying talent and yep. developing talent, but we haven't seen that at all from any of the wide receivers. That well, and we don't actually that there. We don't actually know if they can develop talent because they've been here such true. a short amount of time, but That's they identify point. them. So yeah. guys who work out for the staff and they're like, yeah, we'll take them, especially if you didn't need it. Numbers-wise, you're fine at wide receiver. Talent-wise is a different, you know, question. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. I, I think, you know, I, I was like at a C minus with our wide receivers. Maybe this brings me up to a C. I'm not expecting anything from him from non-con. Just played seven games. I want him to get up to speed, kind of make sure his body's right. Let's see if he can hit the ground run. Maybe grab yeah. a touchdown from Skyler down Stillwater. Yeah. I mean, he could be good. Let's see. It's exciting. I know. Uh, so we mentioned how we've mentioned Ugu a couple times. Uh 
Are those the only two spots that you would have filled if you were running the program from the JUCO ranks? Again, because of their spring season, it wasn't as active of a recruiting ground in the JUCO realm. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I said it on the live show, I really would have tried to find a linebacker in right. the JUCO room. Is there any other spot that you would have tried to fill with JUCO needs? Or do you think, hey, we're, we're, we're pretty good. Grabbing that tackle wide receiver is fine. Um, where's your head at? Should we have maybe found another JUCO guy? I mean, one, I guess it depends on who you can get anyways. And two, it's like, even if you can get a guy, is it worth taking Is it worth taking him over if you think Howell is worth it versus like, hey, there's a linebacker available, but he's dog shit. So those are two variables that you have to consider. But obviously, if it's black and white, we I would prefer to take a linebacker or maybe a D tackle to position groups that are I mean linebacker is just like it's a huge question mark. We have guys there, we have bodies there, but it's like it's like everyone is scared. Yeah. Everyone's scared about the linebackers except for the staff, which is wild. Yeah, and it's like, are they just saying that? <laughs> but here's the thing, I mean you took a linebacker so early you could have gr- tried to grab others and all yeah. intents and purposes there are guys we could have had but we ended up saying eh not worth it when it comes to you know culture fit and yes. we pass on so I, it's like yeah. ah. like ideally if we had if we had our choice it would be that we would have gotten into the transfer market and got an impact linebacker because that was a that's an enormous hole we lost our two starting linebackers and we have like, Munoz is not an impact linebacker. Like, if I could wave my magic wand, I think Munoz being around is fine for depth. I would have not... I would have left Cade Warner, let him go to UNLV or wherever he ends up, and taken a better linebacker if possible. Yeah. But here's the thing. After we grabbed Munoz, there's like one or two guys it sounded like we could have had if we wanted but passed on. We weren't aggressive there. It's not like what we were doing... With the defensive backfield. I mean, we were all over the place for DBs. So we could have gone in on linebackers, but we just didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think think ultimately it's going to be fine. The linebacker core. The closer we get to the season, the less I'm worried about it. Just because I think... I mean, I think our D-line is going to be good, and I think our secondary is going to be even better. So if, if our linebackers can even be like... A C, like I think overall that our defense is going to be salty. If our linebackers are a if C, they're a passing deep. grade, like and like, do we all think that Daniel Green is like? I think everyone's excited about Daniel Green. He's young. What is he? A sophomore? Yeah. Which I mean, the, again, technically, like, technically still a sophomore, and technically so is Wayne Jones. If Wayne Jones can reintervent, right? Because re- think about how good Wayne Jones was as a true freshman. Yeah. As a safety, like if those two can even be like all right this year, then it's like. We'll be fine. You can hide linebackers somewhat. Especially in the Big 12, though. Like, And those are two linebackers that are like... Like the Big 12, we don't have to have like great run-stopping linebackers. Like Those are two linebackers that are hybrid linebackers. I mean, Wayne Jones came from the safety position. Daniel Green is undersized and he's speedier. Yeah, he's just so an like, athlete. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. So you hit on it because we'll transition into it. Um you know, we added a high school recruit. This is probably our best recruiting win on paper for this class. And honestly, for quite a while, it's Jake Clifton. He's an athlete out of Oklahoma. 
K-State got him beating out Illinois, Mizzou, Minnesota, Washington State, and some other like mm. AAC offers. Um, this is a super athletic guy who's being slotted at linebacker. Had a ton of offers. But here's the thing. What do you make of this staff? They're taking three guys who don't play linebacker in high school. So Clifton, Toby O, both of those guys play safety for their high school. Then you got Stenger, the athlete out of Nebraska, actually plays quarterback. And you, you yeah. touch on, hey, these are athletes, and we're just slotting them in at linebacker. Do you like this strategy, especially at linebacker? Yeah, I mean, especially when you look at, yes. By the way, Jay, Jay Rieger, yeah. Kansas City Whiskey. Um, first time I've tried it. Very good. It's yeah. it's it's what I mean it's it's what I want out of whiskey. It's got a, a sweet tinge to it. It's very smooth. It's delicious. Welcome to the train. I've been there for a while. It's very good. Um and yeah, I like it. I'm gonna have to add that to my rotation. Um it might be top five for me. It might be in my top five rotation. But um I mean yeah, I like it. I, you don't necessarily have to go out and get pure linebackers um, if you, their intangibles are good enough and they can translate to that uh, position. Like, really what matters is, like, with Toby O, like, the, if you have speed and size, you can add weight to him, and he's going to, for the most part, keep generally that speed. So, like... And I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I think outside of running back, the easiest position in football to teach is linebacker. You would probably know that better than me. Yeah, I mean, maybe not. Actually, I take that back. Defensive tackle and defensive end actually is pretty easy. Well, hey, yeah, like, yeah. Here's your responsibility. Here's your yeah, stunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I think that if you can get athletes, just get them there, that's fine. And, again, this isn't the first time they've done it. You know, they took uh, Crew Jackson – or, I'm, I love Crew Jackson, by the way. I don't actually know if it's... Is it Crew Jackson? I know it's Crew. Crew... Mm. I don't know, but we'll just call him Crew. <laughs> so he's from Arizona, and he was you know a defensive end linebacker hybrid. Again, he didn't play pure linebacker. You had Pritchard, who was one of our top guys, the number two recruit in Kansas. Jackson. Okay, yeah, perfect. I know it. Then you had... Uh, Pritchard, who played safety, yeah. he's slotting in there. So they're basically taking, hey, you're an athlete, you're a defensive athlete, we're going to mold you in what we want in linebacker. I'm actually kind of excited to see that's the route they're going for linebacker. Yeah, I, I mean, isn't that like kind of reflective of how the game is kind of transformed anyways? Like s- smaller, speedier linebackers have been kind of a thing over the last decade. And it, I, K-State needs speed. Recruit speed, and then that's like the great equalizer. Recruit speed, and then you know find a place for them on the field because you're you're always going to find them. That's fucking Echo Boydo. He's small as shit. He's got good wingspan, but like first for a shorter guy, but like he is got I mean, speed. He's six foot, isn't is he? Is he six foot? Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm talking about ass, but. But I'm, it's, but like he has. I mean, he's speed. not Julius Brintz, who's like six three with he's like got six seven. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. he's like a goddamn vulture with that wingspan. Maybe, <laughs> that, maybe that's what we should start calling him, the glad, vulture. Okay, I'm glad you went bird. Yeah, I was I, worried. I was like, no, no, I was no, no, like, no, don't no, fucking no, no, do what no, I think no. you're gonna say. But no, you know. he's a vulture. Yeah, that that's wingspan, good. the vulture. vulture. 
Julius okay. Brent's the vulture. Echo Island and the vulture. Yeah. We'll, we'll or see. what's what's the bird that has like uh, the longest wingspan? It's actually like a, uh, a cool name. Isn't like the Concord. The Condor. 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 I don't know. Anyway, you, you, you I think recruiting athletes that have decent size, they don't have to play at linebacker. Um, decent size and speed, like that's a good strategy. Recruit athletes and then mold them into that, what you want them to be. That's what they did up at North Dakota State. Who was the guy who we thought we were going to get ended up at uh, LSU? Cox. Jabril yeah, Cox. Real Cox. Quarterback. Yeah. Great measurables. I mean, he, he honestly... Physically and track speed wise, everything matches up with Stanger. So uh, that is what it is. Uh, last thing before we kind of keep moving on, because we're going to do some media day stuff, which is a little bit of a repeat from the live show. But before we do, um, K State over with our former friends, Bet Online. Maybe they can be our friends again, but we're fighting right now. They opened up as two point favorites with an even payout. It is now to this point all the way down. To a pick'em, and it's the same same at South Point. So, do you think that's just hey typical volatility with yeah. you know early lines, or do you think some wise guys are like saying, "Oh no, we like Stanford in this"? I don't think that it. I don't think it has anything to do with like any sort of information. Um, I mean, this just looks like a pick'em game to me on paper. Like, I mean, money's had to come in on Stanford to yeah. in the offshore market to kind of signal, hey. We think it should be a pick'em. Because here's the thing: the payout's now better with K State on the pick'em, so they're technically favoring Sanford. So going from Bet Online offshore books having K State as a two point favorite to now being a pick'em, moving towards Stanford. I mean, early lines are volatile. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, let's there see what happens. Been, there hasn't like, even been a fall practice yet, but it, yeah. it did kind of put my antenna up when I saw when I saw South Point having a pick'em, and I saw Bet Online move that way as well. I mean, personally, I think it's just it's too early to be like there's got to be that they know anything. But Vegas always knows. Vegas remember that, always remember knows. that West Virginia game. Here we are thinking Big Twelve contenders, then West Virginia was favorites, and then we got our asses kicked. Yeah, Vegas knows something. If we had our quarterback, we win that fucking game. Well, we would have been favored. Uh, but we'll move on. Let's just get to some of this stuff again. Some of this is repeats, um, but, you know, it's just one-on-one. Not everyone listens to the live shows. But I'll say this. People should listen to those live shows. Those are a fuck ton of fun. Yeah, they are fun. I was eating on mic last night, not realizing it's my first fuck up. Oh, it's fun. I mean, hey, that's part part of the live shows. You got Chef sometimes calling in and driving when he shouldn't. We got Something. you like back to back, just being on mute for like ten yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks ago, oh, yeah, I was on again. mute. Yeah, <laughs> you, you have random TCU guy, which was fine this week. But were you on the night he just was murdering the bowl system? TCU guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think I came on after that. Episode, oh, okay, but I was on the that episode. He hates bowl games. But yeah, I remember that because we were talking about the playoff and the twelve team, and we talked about yeah. like bowls and shit. Yeah, I, I came on after that, but. Yeah, it's cool. Like, fucking green room rocks. It's amazing. I mean, the fact that just, like, people from other, like, fandoms can just, like, drop in and you can get their perspective immediately without any work. Sometimes I'm worried about, like, who tries to speak. I I will say this. I love love Spotify. I mean, it it blew up when it went from locker room to Spotify green room. Like, 
there are hundreds of rooms constantly. There are sometimes where there'd be like maybe one room going when it was locker room. Yeah. The thing is massive. So get over there. It's a good jo- idea. Join green room. And again, I think we're probably we're, we're going to 100% use them. I mean, they're our sponsor. Even if they weren't our sponsor, moving forward, we would be continually doing locker or green Twitter even doesn't know. I don't know if you've ever seen these Twitter. Yes, I've actually I've done Twitter spaces. I've actually talked with Alexi Lawless. Really? He does a. uh, He's such a dickhead. Oh, I like Alexi. Oh, I can't stand him. I mean, he's a. But he embraces who. We can talk about that another time. But he embraces who he is. I think he knows he's doing an act. I think sometimes people take take him too seriously. Okay. I think you should listen to his podcast. It, it's a it's a more it's a it's a different version. But we'll move on. So again, we talked about some of this stuff, but let's just touch on it. The only preseason conference uh, all conference guy we have is Philip Philip Brooks as a returner. Which honestly, I think he's only going to be our punt returner because he doesn't do kickoffs. But we'll see. Um, Who is going to do our kickoff returns? I mean, Deuce was doing them some last year. Malik's taking kickoffs back. I mean, we. I mean, I want Echo Boy though. Yeah, I and, want Echo doing it. Uh, I'm blanking on his name, but I don't. I, I don't want Deuce back there, and I don't want Malik Knowles back there. Then maybe it should be Phil. I mean, I don't know, but like, I would be totally like, fine with Phil Brooks. Hit a hole and go. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's true, but man, do not put fucking Malik Knowles on kickoff return. That's my firm <laughs> stance. Maybe Deuce, but like Malik, come on. The guy's made of glass. Honestly, it kind of sucks Keon Mosey left because I feel I like that would have been the spot for him. He could have been really nice. But yeah. a shit, we have like 900 freshmen running back. Maybe one of I them mean, I get, I get why he left. I don't know if any of them yeah, actually fit the mold of kick returner. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think so. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. Do you think that is a uh, deserving role? Or do you think, hey, if, if Les Miles wasn't such an idiot dickhead and keep punting to him... Uh, do you think you actually would have that? <laughs> no, he's a good returner. I mean, outside of that, he is a very like slippery returner, and he has good vision on punt returns. He's always like one or two like slip tackles away. It seems like from breaking it. And I'd love to see just like if we could, we need to. If we had Jimmy here, he'd probably just know off the top of his head. If you could remove those KU returns, like what his average like punt return would be, because it seems like he's very dangerous consistently. So no, I think it's warranted, and maybe. Honestly, I probably they they were probably just like, oh, fucking give it to whoever the K State guy is because like they we know they're gonna have like two returns minimum. So I don't know. I think Philip Brooks is a good returner, but all right. So I didn't have this in the exact uh, outline, but I think the biggest snub is Jackson at fullback, and we'll, we'll get into some other stuff. But here's the thing: the guy who got listed as the fullback. Sometimes, like he lines up as a slot receiver more than he does as a fullback for Oklahoma. Yeah. So yeah, and that's the I, thing. We this that was the problem last year is like, or two years ago when we talked about this. Like, well, with it's Nick like, Letters, it's not like what the people they're slotting in there are not like true fullbacks. Yeah, because like it's Nick, Nick Lenners won postseason and was a preseason All Big Twelve guy. And it's all because we listed him officially as a fullback, which I think is one of the biggest finesses in the Chris Kleiman era yeah. uh, to get an all-conference guy. And here's the thing. I, I, Jack's like – we big Jack's podcast. Like everyone knows I'm a big Jacksonine guy because I'm a kindred spirit. He looks like a bowling ball. I played fullback in high school a little bit. We kind of dumped on Jack's a little bit his – 
like the first year he was playing because he whiffed yeah. on some blocks. Like he like straight up whiffed. Last year that wasn't the case. He was finishing his blocks. He wasn't missing blocks. And then we finally got him involved in the passing game. Yeah. Like I, I just don't see how there's only a handful of true fullbacks in the Big Twelve. I don't see how you could go with anyone but Jax. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's kind of crazy. And, like, he's a really athletic dude at baseline, and he's, like, 250 pounds. Like, he gained – he's, like, like 255 on the spring roster. It's insane. Like, he has unbelievable potential to be, like – he could be, when it's all said and done, like – Rivaling like Rock Cartwright for like the best fullback well, that we've seen in case. So I don't think we're gonna hand him the but ball. But he won't enough. get. He's not gonna get Rock Cartwright carries. Well, and then it. he also won't get goal line t- carries like Winston Dimmel. Yeah. Um. And then well, fuck that. I don't count that. I don't either. But some folks really like Winston. I Dimmel. don't mean like statistically, Jax is gonna be the best. Like because he'll like, never catch. Athletically wise, yeah. Like no, he's, he's a freak. He is the best since Rock Cartwright. Yeah. And in, in a different era of college football. Like, you could make a joke campaign that would have to at least be somewhat seriously taken for Jax for Heisman. Like, in 1994 football, Jackson, you could make jokes with your friends about being a Heisman candidate. I think that there's, like, no, there's no doubt in my mind that there is going to be a play akin to the Joe Hall, uh, like, whatever that was, 80-yard run where he gets pulled down at the one-yard line, but it's going to be like one of those rollout swing passes, and he's going to break free, and he's just going to like run out of gas. <laughs> it's going to be a Will Howard running out of gas type of thing. Or who was that NFL quarterback that like... Oh, uh, Danny Dimes, right? Fucking like... Yeah, Danny was, Dimes. I was, had an acre in front of him. I was at the peanut with Derek Young watching that play happen. And that I was just, very funny. He was on my fantasy team. I was like, get in there, Daniel Jones! And then, uh, yeah, then he died. Dude, he, yeah. But I mean... We saw it a couple times, and then like seeing like these tiny little cornerbacks trying to take the, down Deneen. Oh, inject that into my veins. Yeah, I'm excited. He's gonna kill somebody at some point, and he's gonna have like because he's got great hands, and I just that play see, design is very very nice. I want to so. see him score versus. K- Here, here's my dream. We're playing KU. I want to see Jack score a touchdown. I want to see Keenan Garber score a touchdown. Then garbage time. You have the two Lawrence guys who already scored. Yeah. You put Echo in as the Wildcat quarterback and have three Lawrence guys scoring to you. Um, let, let's talk on Deuce Vaughn. He's a pro football focus All-American. Uh, he obviously a pro football focus All-Big 12 guy. Um, I understand why Brees Hall's in there. And, you know... I understand Bijan Robinson, even though I think Deuce as an all-purpose back had like all like total yards better than Bijan. Um, but I understand why it's there. Um, you had another great shout on the live show about another Big Twelve running back that the biggest got snub. The biggest snub is Letty Brown. It should be Brees Hall and Letty Brown, if you ask me. I mean, Letty Brown was really really good last year, and I mean Bijan was is good, but he's a freshman and like. Fucking 300 of his yards came against K-State when we were basically a high school team at that point. So, Bijan Robinson is obviously, like, going to be really good. He's a five-star stud at Texas, and he is good. But, like, that's – Letty Brown definitely got snubbed So, so do, you, do you consider Deuce a snub, or is it just kind of like, a, I don't hey, consider it's a Deuce conference a snub. of really good running backs. I don't consider Deuce a snub with what, like, you know, Bryce Hill has accomplished and – you know, Letty Brown, I think, got snubbed much harder. Deuce is... 
I worry about Deuce, man. I, I'm scared that like he's not going to live up to the hype. Just because, like, that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. We've talked about it. And, again, I I think the smartest move... And, like, everyone knows who fucking Deuce Hall is... Or Deuce Deuce. Hall. (laughs) Deuce Vaughn is now. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I think he is, like, incredibly talented. And he's got such a ridiculous burst and vision that he is going to make shit happen. He's going to end up with, like, nine touchdowns and a thousand all-purpose yards. And people are going to be like, what happened to Deuce Vaughn? And I'm going to look at him and be like, what? We need... Yeah. He's not going to be, like, he is not Darren Sproles. Like, no. he's not going to be, like, the guy that's got, you know, 30 carries and has that breakaway speed. It's, and, it's about finding him a pocket yes. and then hitting him on a crossing route and letting him go. If we can have, like, if we can have, if Malik Knowles is a valuable contributor, if Amater Bebe is contributing, we've got Skyler, too. Like, Skyler's... God, that's huge having him back because he is. I know we're not going to run him as much, like design wise, but like he's going to fucking run. He's going to hurt people. Deuce will replicate last year or be better. But, but will that be enough for folks given the hype? I don't know because he, the hype is a little like it's a lot, and like he's not going to be. Fuck, maybe he will though. Like who knows? Because he is a pimp. He's a massive baller, but like. He's a baller in a different way. He's not like he's not that running back baller. No, and he is, but like he is, he's not he's Darren a, Sproles. Like who's he's a like, weapon. He's our running back. He's gonna fucking get it thirty Deuce, times a game. Deuce Vaughn is not a running back. Yeah, he's he's just, a weapon. He is a weapon. He's a Swiss Army knife of sorts. And I mean, I shit. Go to Twitter and look up the K State Clint, the K State fan, and like just. Search K State fan two. Yeah, because he. What happened to that account? Did he get banned or something? I think it was copyright infringement. That's fucking stupid. Copyright is the stupidest thing in the world, in my opinion. And uh, I think. Uh, I mean, I could argue. I don't think it's the stupidest thing. I think how it's. Like, like there are certain scenarios where it's like tweeting okay, out, that tweeting out highlights. Is very dumb. Yeah. It, yeah. So that, that's fine. But. And I think like intellectual property to a certain extent is like insane bullshit mm. but that's a who cares about that <laughs> anyways uh i don't know like i was like down earlier in the summer and i was like are we like like at my confidence level was low and then i went and watched uh clint's like he had like 10 top uh, deuces top 10, top 10 plays and i was like man yeah like he is. You know what's wild? He if, is really good. If Deuce wanted to, he could be here for four more seasons. I know. <laughs> it's going to suck as if he transfers to Texas No. But we're going to move on. Is there anyone else who do you think deserved a shout for preseason? I'm, I K-State? No. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think Cooper Beebe could have. Yeah, maybe one of our old linemen. I, I think he's the best one. But we're so young. Like, well, across I mean, the board. We have, like, three dudes who could be leaving on the offensive line. I don't mean, Skyler's like... Skyler's leaving. I just mean, like... I mean, Skyler wasn't going to get it, but, like... No, I, I, I get what you're saying. Just, like, across the board, the program is very... We have... Most of our, like, contributors are very young. Obviously, we have, like, some transfers that are going to make some splashes this year, but... I mean, I think... I think when you're I think looking it's exciting. Toward, I think when you're looking towards the future... You're still going to have to, because of the attrition rates, 
you're still going to have to look to the transfer market for oh, defensive for sure. backs for a couple years. I think you're going to have to find some defensive linemen. But, I again, I think the fan base is going to calm down a lot if we could just find a way to win eight games again. People Fuck are going to yeah. realize next year, eh, okay, like you're breaking in a new quarterback. Um I, I get it. I think there's always going to be some angst, but if we could get, we're know, fucking I, winning. We're we, winning ten games. If we could get a fun eight and four season or even nine mm. and three with a bowl win, all of a sudden things are going to be a lot better. Let's keep moving on just real quickly. The all conference team was dominated by Oklahoma, Iowa State, and Texas players. Do you think that there's like a media bias and just kind of like a laziness of the media, or do you really think, hey, these three teams, at least on paper coming into the season, really are? Uh, that much better at these individual spots than the rest of the uh, you know nineteen or not nine seven teams in the conference. I suppose that there is like a laziness, but like really top to bottom, I think it's fine. Also, time out. No, it's wild. Only thirty nine media people voted this year. The previous year, pandemic year, ninety five. The year before that, upwards of two hundred. Man, that's crazy. But. So here's what I think. I mean, obviously, no one can dispute Oklahoma being one. No, no, no. I, well, I'm not even. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. I'm more just talking about like the individual player. Is it just kind of like oh, individual it, players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, there's always a bias there, and I think that most of the time, that like eighty percent of those are just like cookie cutter bullshit. Um, and and it, like it, yeah. It, it's it, all there's all. It's always very obvious that like they're when the players. Preseason and and at the end of the year that it's like, oh, you guys are just like not fucking paying attention. I think end of the year is a little bit better. I mean, I, it's a little better. Clearly, it's better. But like, I mean, like when fucking Alex Barnes like wasn't uh, anything. anything. Didn't even get honorable like, mention. And he should have been nailed first on team. first team All American. And it's or not All American, All Big Twelve. It's like, oh, you guys just don't watch like. That yes, when when they're voting players in, it's very obvious. It's fucking lazy. Well, also, how shit. like Noah Johnson got honorable mention. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I'm not a Noah Johnson hater. There are some folks that are. He's probably he's, our weakest line. Yeah, he probably is, and and that's wild. How he was the only one who was right. It's stupid. No, yeah, it's it's very yes. I agree with you. Hundred percent bias or and, and lazy. As far yeah. as the teams go, though, I think like it's pretty much bang on. Yeah, so th- that's where I was going to get to. Um, K-State came in at 7th, closer to 6th than 8th. Uh, do you take anything away from it? Because at the end of the day, if anyone wants to listen to us like kind of having fun with the preseason rankings, go listen to the live show. We'll do an official one for our official on-the-record predictions pod uh, sometime in August when we're gearing up for Blitz Week. Um, but do you have much of an issue with any of them? I mean, the not only thing I look not at... Not at all. I, I, mean, I, I think well, TCU is going to have... Like a year where they might be three, and I legitimately think Iowa State is going to disappoint. I need to, I need to pull it up. Like, yes, that's fair to say, but like, like I understand. But it's why. totally justified to be like to, to put Iowa State set. Yeah, because just I mean, the season that they had won, and what they returned, like obviously, it's like yeah, that makes total sense, and it also makes total sense to have Texas knocking on the door at three because they always should be. Top two, I mean, like they always. should be number one. Like and then like three to seven, it's like, eh, yeah, it's just like a fucking hodgepodge. And well, four there's always seven. four to seven. Yeah, four to seven. There's like it's always gonna be like a 
they're beating up on each other. Some one team's probably going to surprise. One team's going to disappoint. I think it's going to be TCU that disappoints because I just think Gary's washed. Is it really disappointing because they're yeah. picked in that middle? That's track? true. I mean, yeah, because but like and then like the bottom three, it's like KU's last. Yes, Texas. Well, Texas Tech is shit. Like legitimately, and what was you are on the record thing. I legitimately think KU beats Texas Tech. Could be, and then like K State seven, I think is actually perfect because it's like you know what that seven slot. It's like. Mm, they, you know, I, this team might be good, but, like, they're not bottom three. They came off a shit year, but they lost their quarterback. And it's like, we don't fucking know what they're going to be because, like, the year prior, like, they were a really solid team. Tied not for great. third. Tied for third. Not a great team. Could have won 10. Could have lost. Could have had won six. So it's like, seven is really perfect for us. So, really, it's all setting up for the Cats to be, like, that fucking dark horse team that's like knocking on the door for Arlington yeah. from my perspective because it's like yes we're picked seventh and not because it's like oh it's a chip on a shoulder type of thing but it's like we return some like really exciting pieces we have a, a 700th quarterback who is the probably most underrated quarterback on also, planet earth five big 12 home games and then a road game at KU yeah so you're gonna have six and games tech, in front of favorable and we haven't lost to tech in how long? We beat them like three eight out of the last nine years. Oh wow, is it really that? Man. Yeah. I mean we've beaten tech two thousand eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Whew. Only losses fifteen. When and that game was like fifty six to forty four. We had Joe Hubner. Well, yeah, and it was the 2015 season. So, like, Whoa. we have beat them eight out of nine seasons, and we're going to beat them again. We need to fucking beat West Virginia. We'll beat them again. We need to beat West Virginia. That's a, that's like a rubber. Like also a, need to beat yeah. Baylor. Yeah. We'll beat Baylor. They're in Anaheim. We'll beat Baylor. We'll beat Tech. West Virginia is like, we need to flip that. That's like a pendulum game. It's a pendulum-type game. When is that in the season? Doesn't matter, but like that is a game that absolutely like we need to like reverse that trend. We'll beat KU. That's three. If we can get that four, the man, just those first six games are so like, who are you? We're gonna find out who we're fucking made of immediately. Yeah, I, I just, I just, you need to grab one of those. Just beat three. Stanford, and then we'll yeah, we'll, we'll, go we'll worry there. about that. Yes, <laughs> one game at a time. Just beat fucking Stanford, and then we'll start to drink. All right, so that's all we have for you know K State Sports Talk. Unless you want to hear us be a little self-indulgent for a bit, uh, if, if, you, if you don't want to hear that, turn it off. But this is our 300th episode. I think technically this should have been 301, but we had we, we lost a show for, I think, using Dreams and Nightmares as an outro song. Uh, have you been, have you changed that at all? So I, I just, anytime I have to upload... I'll just put a song. So I've actually I've been doing some stuff with our uh, friend uh, Lazy Wayne Band. Okay. And I've been doing some stuff with uh, Steve, and I've been doing some stuff with some other bands who have sent me stuff that they're cool with. But I occasionally throw some stuff in there. I I use "Baby" by Justin Bieber. uh, You know, after you know the TikTok gate. I never um, got to comment on that, by the way, because when you asked oh, yes, me, yeah, yeah. I, right. there's really no reason. I think we're all it's, on the same it's, page. It's dead now. It's the stupidest fucking thing that's ever happened. Uh, TikTok has, like, millions of that videos identical to that, and it's clearly, like, these guys are just, like, being ironic and joking around. And there's even if they fun. weren't, there's it's ch- like, even if they weren't, um, like, they are the same age as Justin Bieber, like, 
when that song came out, like that was like they were like. 13 with Justin Bieber. So it's like, that song probably is like... No, uh, Justin Bieber's like... How old is Justin Bieber? Really? Justin Bieber's... Holy shit. Like, close to our age. Really? He's okay, closer to our age than their age. Justin Bieber age. Okay, but even then, it's like... Okay, so he's 27. Yeah. So he, they're like... They're 18. 18. So that makes it even less weird. Because like... It's so just, when Baby came out, they were like 10. If that. 8. Yeah, so like... And, like, they're clearly being ironic, and they're just joking around. It's not like they're, like... It makes no sense. It was really bizarre to see that blow up. And it's, like... And it's outlets that are, like, fucking barstool of all places that, like... And, again, it was just some random person who decided... They they saw the video from the KU Barstool account. They're like, all right, we can either say this is funny, or we can... Don't try to dunk on these kids. They could have gone literal. They've yeah. gone the other way. And then again, it's wild that Barstool still is like a tastemaker in 2021. Again, I like part of my take. I like you know Big Cat PMT. I think they're funny. But the fact that the Barstool main account is still yeah, like a, a tastemaker in 2021 yeah. is wild. It it, it is wild. Um, overall, the one of the stupidest things that I've ever seen, and it's like. Who fucking cares? Yeah, no one cares. But let's so let's kind of let's self indulge for a little bit. Again, this is our three hundredth episode. Would have been three hundred one. We didn't have a show taken down. And actually, this past week we would have gone over. We have gone over a million downloads. So that is just wild. So I just I just wanted you to take a second and kind of reflect on what the ride has been. It's been great. Um, <laughs> I've enjoyed it. Um, it's crazy. We've talked about it all like a bunch that we just like started on a shitty app called Bumpers, which died like a month into the podcast. And it's great. Like we, you know, thanks to your hard work, we've got. And I, you know, I've I've snagged some cool guests too. But like, um, and actually. Tannehill like helped really legitimize us. Like, yeah. Um, Jimmy was our first guest, and like we love Jimmy. He's great. He's our most recurring guest now, and is like a staple on the show and one of our good friends at this point. But like, um, how lucky like to for me to have lived with Tannehill, and how lucky actually for you we had to be Brogan like, before Tannehill. Is that right? Because we had Brogan on bumpers. Really? Yeah. That's probably true. I think you're... Yeah, I think you're right. It just seems like... When I'm thinking about that episode with Tannehill... I mean, it was early. It seems mean, it, like it was, like, really early. It was, like, maybe our first or second one with not doing bumpers. Yeah, that's true. Brogan yeah, because we had, like, a mic like this. But it was not, like... It was, not, it was, it was much like worse. A it was a <laughs> shitty mic. It was way worse. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I remember we... You and I were, like... Uh, drinking at Double Shift together. Watching with, an action game. Well, with somebody. Who were we with? Schmied. We were with Anthony. Oh. And you were no, like... No, that was Casey Bierko. No. No. It was at Double Shift because we were talking about... Uh, I remember the Casey Bierko. That was a separate time. Okay. We were at Double we, Shift. We talked a lot about the World Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In a German brewery. We did. Um, but you were like, my ultimate goal... Because you were talking about like how you were like, my goal is to get... Uh, Gene Taylor. And we were like, oh, okay. And then, like, 
Or maybe, no. Oh, that was after it started. This was when you were like, oh, fuck. I got Gene Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Schmiedler yeah, yeah. was with us, and we were like, oh, hell yeah. So, um, that, like, you know, the Gene Taylor shit, like, all the coaches and, like, you, like, getting yourself in with the athletic department obviously has been huge, and people have ate, eaten that shit up. And now we're like, you know, we've gotten a bunch of different players on, and, like, that's just kind of like a, a crapshoot. You just kind of reach out, and it's like, oh, I don't know if we'll get him or not. But... Um, it's been great. Uh, it's crazy that we've had a, a show out no matter what every week. Um, no one else can say that. That's fucking really hard to do. Obviously, thanks to your hard work. But um, it's been fun. And a lot of times it feels like a fucking burden. Especially now, like in June, July. It can get really hard. But once you get to August, you're set through. But like... And like... Yeah... It held, like, it's it's so, like, crazy how much more fun it is, like, when the team is hasn't even an inkling of success. Because, like, then you're just itching to do it. Like, compared to, like, it's not a burden. It's like, oh, I can't wait to record the podcast. Like, let's do it. Let's go to a brewery. Let's get together. It's great. Um, I think we've become friends through it, for sure. Like, before, like, we were, like, kind of friends at Obviously, like we had to have been to have start a podcast. Yeah, I mean, but it was like there's been an evolution. We were, if there was a scale, we were as far away from friends and as close to acquaintances as possible. But starting a podcast together made sense. I don't know, but like college, I mean, college we got fucked up a lot and played FIFA. Yeah, and like which, we that was together. that bridged the gap. Oh yeah, also it helped that we were like amazing at football and yeah, and like, twelve. So. During the college years, we were a lot closer. Post-college, especially when we... I guess, actually, we were in Topeka at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't really hang like, out a ton. Like, no, maybe I mean, went to Bassett once. I mean, nobody really fucking does in those in that period. Unless you're, like, best friends with people. You know what I mean? I mean, I, guess, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like... I haven't made a new friend in a really long time, so I don't know how it's it works. fucking hard to like, make I got, friends. like, work acquaintances who have I haven't friends, made a but... new friend... I have that I'm like Dan, right? Oh, Dan rules. Yeah, Dan's awesome. But like, I think I've only seen Dan in real life like once. Yeah, Dan and I are, are boys for sure. But like, we have like really strong sports ties, so like that helps. Yeah. But like outside of that, and Dan like listens to the podcast, so like, shout out. We've to met Dan. people through that too. Like, like Will. Like, oh, I would consider us like friends with Will. For I sure. knew Will actually. Will and I went to. But the, I knew. Uh, K-State-Texas Will. Game. Yeah. yeah, like, I knew it will, but, like, this helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, who else? Will's awesome. Jimmy has been, like, a revelation. But, like, I knew, we knew who he was, but, like, the fact that, like, we get to be friends with Jimmy now is awesome. Dude, being in real life friends with Jimmy's awesome, and, like, Derek Young and all that type of stuff. And, that is the best part, is, like, when we got in with KSO, and, like... Yeah, it, there's been a ton of evolution. There's been a lot then, of evolution. Then, let's just say this, because, for better or worse, it's gotten out there. I think you and I are both buddies with Matt. Like I'm still cordial yeah, with Matt Hall. I yeah. still text him all the time. Yeah, we, like, we still both talk. We we both want love Matt. We still want nothing but the oh, yeah. best from Matt. No like, way in hell like would this a lot of this be possible. I mean, like we would have still grinded to a certain point, but like Matt helped us out tremendously because yeah. he was like 100. percent So we want to give a shout out to Matt, and no matter what's going on in Matt's life, who he's. Uh, aligning himself with these days because there, there's no, there's no, it's not a secret. We don't yeah. fuck with Go Power Cat. No, but I don't but, fucking care. Like, but we'll always, whatever. we'll always love Matt. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. Because that, like, for better or worse, that came into the sport K State Twitter, K State Message World World. Man, that was like the first uh, show we did with Matt when we like crossed over. It was like our longest one. It was two hours and thirty eight minutes, yeah. and uh, it was like one of my favorite shows ever. Because like, just like sitting and talking like with Matt was always like really great. Like, because you would talk like. 45 minutes before and they're like oh we should like start the show yeah like <laughs> that would always happen like, like, and, and then we we had a good relationship with jmart we never got him on the show before he yeah, went yeah, off yeah. to other things and of course derek and flando yeah. and now uh like being in the KSO is huge yeah. like just it's a pleasure it's a privilege really to be like actually getting to hang out with Kellis robinette so just bugging him during his q a blog Kellis. every week i mean john kurtz john kurtz is always good um it's been great yeah it's it's been really enjoyable. We went to fucking media days, which is like a joke in and of itself. Yeah, it, and we will go back. Yeah, we'll we'll go back next year. Next year, I will go back. I will have a different job, and I'll be able to plan around it. There was no fucking way I could do it this year, and my child will be at a reasonable age. Yeah, and is, I like, also schedule. I've been like, I'm, honestly, if well, it's just honestly, been like a disaster of like a last year and a half. Well, and yeah, disaster of year and a half. The gold cups coming up. I have some meetings I can't miss. Um, so it's it just kind of a worst case scenario for media days next year, but we're going to go back in 2022. So it's awesome. And again, now at this point, we've hit over a million downloads, <laughs> which is wild to think about a million downloads. Here's something to you. How much quicker would we have hit that if we would have been able to stay with our host Pippa instead of going to art? We'd be minimum three mil right now. I don't know if it'd be three, maybe two. I don't know, man. Like maybe two. <sighs> I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, it, I guess we had it was like Archer. tripled. It yeah. was like triple our list. Like, dude. But, I mean, but also we, we had like, bet, we had like more success. Like K State had more success. That's a good point. Yeah. So like, if the cats like are really fucking good, and but I don't know, I'm not sure we'll ever get like a certain faction of people back because it's just like I think we're at our plateau, right? Are we plateaued? And yeah. now we're kind of at like a a specific amount that we, that's going to We've already peaked and but, now we're at a plateau. But if K-State does get really good again, like, we'll get it will yeah. bump. But yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, Some people was like, definitely like a 200% increase with how they counted shit. But, so now we're only at like, uh, weekly of like, you know, 50,000. Yeah. Well, not 50, but yeah, I mean, people can do the math, but like, you we, said we're at our first, I mean, we, you we meant, what you a, meant was we hit our first 10 mil. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, it's, no, I, I mean, I, I think we can be honest. I, I mean, we, we, last week we went over a million downloads, which is crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's crazier that we've done three hundred episodes and we've been doing it for like three. Well, it's over four three years. Yeah, three years, which is, it's fucking crazy, and all the stuff that's changed, and it's just like, it's been really enjoyable, and how podcasts are so popular now, like. Everyone has a podcast, but like, and you see, we've you seen see, some come and go. You see them come and go. You see like brand new ones now. Like you're listening to, you know, Aggieville Alley Cats, and then like Clint and um, um, Jeff Burkhart, and I think a couple other guys. They have one now, um, and it's like, yeah, the more the merrier. Like start them up. Yeah, no, best I, of luck. Yeah, DM I, us for any advice you need. Like I'll fucking retweet your episodes every time because it's like it's fun. It's really fun to do, especially when you start. It's like, man, this is so fun. You just get to get together and, like, talk to people about K-State. And, like, there's nothing better than that. But, hey, I'm challenging anyone to go. Because there I were, listened there to my first weeks. Aggieville Alley Cats today. 
Well, and I like them because they're students. But well, I just don't see like it's well. It's like I mean, I love podcasts, but it's like if there's any <laughs> if there's a podcast that's not gonna gain any visibility, it's a fucking K State podcast because oh. like that's gonna be a small podcast just innately. Yeah, but, like, th- there's only so many. But here, here's my here's my challenge to everyone out there: don't miss a week for because. We missed some weeks early on, especially when we were... Oh, yeah, I'm wrong. We did miss weeks, but we only did. because we had no platform. Yeah. So so here's the thing. We have had one on a Monday, basically, for two and a half years at this point. Yeah, and if I, I, if I try to challenge that, Scott will be fucking oh. fuming. Well, and, <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I think that there's a lot of... I think part Which, of, at this point, I'm committed to the bit. Like, let's... Monday I'm, or die. Yeah. Monday I, or the podcast is over. I actually agree with that. <laughs> um, except for next off season, because this off season was rough on me. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, K State wins the national title in basketball, and we just go until April, and the off season oh shorter. God. But uh, yeah, we, we've been doing a show. I, I challenge any of these new ones go two and a half years, two and a half plus, doing a like a weekly release on the same day. And then you can come for this crown. So no, I I, I loved it. I've loved it. You know, over three hundred episodes or at three hundred episodes, asterisks because there are some tests, whatever. Over a million downloads. It's amazing. Um, it, it really has been a wild ride. Again, I, I randomly will get recognized at K State games just by the Same. By that's the craziest the, fucking part. My dad's face the first time it happened while he was with me was amazing. Like I'll never forget that. But it, it's been awesome. And again, we have we have a very good core of boneheads, which are amazing. And yeah. I never thought it happened, but it it's just been a lot of fun. It has been great. So once I got recognized by. Like how I, my face, and it was at the KU, or no, it was at it was at a basketball game. I think it was the KU game where two year twenty nineteen were like it was a shitty game we lost, but it was actually a decent game. But um, I was like running up the stairs, and Tracy, shout out to Tracy, she stopped me. She's like, she just yelled, "Great KSU!" And I, granted, I had a much bigger uh, Twitter, Twitter follower than so maybe she recognized me from that, but. Uh, that was fucking crazy. I sat and talked with her for like 20 minutes, and eventually we ended up like sending her a bunch of shit. But yeah, the first time like <laughs> the first time uh, I got recognized by the voice um, was at one of our Sprint Center games. I think it was it wasn't St. Louis, but the year before. Who did we play? It was the Christmas game. Oh, I don't remember. You have to remember. We won. Oh, uh, was it A&M? I don't know. Maybe. But um, I was talking, and the per- whoever, just somebody was sitting behind me was, like, a student, and he's like, are you are you Grant KSU? And I was like, yeah, man. It was so weird. It was such a, like, surreal moment, because I'm like, we have, like, we're just, like, two, like, total dipshits. Like, yeah. we have, like, a pretty, like, a, a good, po- like, a podcast that we commit to, but it's like, we're... There was, like, a month where, like, three people recognized me. I was like, this is crazy. Like, are we really, like, are we, are we celebrity? Like, it was weird. And that obviously has stopped. But it's crazy. I love the fans. You have a question in there, like, do you like having haters or fans? It's like, fucking fans. Oh, yeah. And, and Fuck again, the haters. Like, I hate, like. Well, and, and again, it's funny because it, sometimes our, our show will get met, mentioned on KSO. And, and I don't want 
We get eviscerated. Yeah, yeah, I don't want the show to be mentioned on KSO because there a lot of the vocal posters don't like the show, which is fine. I 100% understand why some people wouldn't like the show. Like, yeah, not, well, here's the thing, though. Like, <laughs> You can't even like call us hacks because we're fucking fans. Like, We're not journalists. Yeah, we've never... We're doing this like... we. The, the only time we've like said is like in pure joking. Yeah, it's things. ironically like... And we're not there has I, there has like laughably been times where we will have like scoops over like people, but we're not fucking pretending to like be journos. You yeah, know? we're not. We're fans and we're enjoying it, and it's like we've built a brand and a show, and that is what it is. And it's like fuck you if you are gonna shit on the show just like shooting from the hip because it's like fuck you, you fucking make your own show, put your name out there. And yeah, and then also get behind. Why don't you like, record like, something? Everyone knows, like I do jokes about how, like when I put my yeah. like our names out. I mean, people know Scott Wildcat is Scott McFarland. Like we, we don't have, we're exactly. not able to be anonymous. It's very easy to just, and it's like because we it. gave when we started doing this podcast, we gave up our you know anonymity. That's a tough one. I'm anonymity, not, not going to try anonymity. We, we were no longer able to be anonymous. Correct. Like, I, again, I, I have, I, it's only Scott Wildcat on Twitter because, you know, eventually jobs, work, all this type of stuff. Like, but here's the thing. Anyone, like, I go on dates. I go on first dates with hinge dates. If they Google Scott McFarland, they're finding out who Scott Wildcat is. Yeah, because so that is, at, like, the first thing that comes up. At the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not going to start putting my name. I'm never going to go back. Because there is a difference between Scott McFarlane and Scott Wildcat. There, there is a difference. So I'm, I'm going to continue my online persona. I'm not going to muddy the waters. But it, it is wild because here's the thing. Every, now everything we ever say, there's digital record. There's more scrutiny, which is fine. Like, it is what it is. But, but it is wild that there are actual hate. Like, we, we've talked about this on there the There are people that, shows. like... Who hate us because of this show. There's people... Yeah, like... <laughs> I get it. Like, it's easy to, like, shit on stuff like this and shit on stuff like that. But, like, it is crazy that there are people that, like, genuinely, like, fucking hate us. Because... And it's like, you can... Like, you don't have to listen to the show. And you can disagree with us all you want. Like, objectively, like, I don't think our takes are that's great. Like, fine. Like, we bring in Jimmy if we want, like, good actual content. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we align ourselves with people that are actually journalists. Because when we want to hear what they have to say, we'll fucking bring them on. But, like, our fan, Like, we've never been, like, oh, gone away from... This is... We're fans. Being fans. And, like, we're swayed... Our opinions change I mean, I, on a dime. Some like, of the earliest episodes, I was shitting on Dean Wade for a while. Now I'm his like, yeah. biggest fan, like saying that he should be in the rafters over Barry Brown. Like, we're fickle fans, and it, it's just it's just been a wild run. It is 300 crazy. episodes, million downloads. Uh, it, it's, just been, it's just been wild. Yeah, it's crazy. I, like, I don't know. Again, I get it. I get, like, disagreeing with us, but it's crazy that we have, like, a faction. There are certain people that, like, legitimately are, like... If their name even fucking pops up, they will go out of their way to be like, oh, these are frauds, these are fucking shitheads, and, like, they don't know anything, blah, blah, blah. But, like, fuck those people. Do your, why don't you do your own thing? Why don't you put yourself out there and uh, deal with the scrutiny yourself? Because it's, like, it is, like, eye-opening. It's crazy. We're, we have, like, the fucking 1% of 1% of 1% of fame, and it's, like, 
even that is eye-opening where, like, you get haters for that shit. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's crazy. Like, I can't imagine being, like, actually, like, like, John Kurtz himself, like, there was an entire fucking thread dedicated, like, to shitting on John, basically, the other day. Because, like, somebody posted something on the boards and it was, like, and John was just getting eviscerated. And it's, like, he's, like, an that's his job. So I can't imagine. He probably gets that shit, oh, like, yeah. constantly. So fuck the haters, but I would love to say, that, like, the best part about this is being, like, people that have listened to every show. Those people are great. And I'm not just saying that to, like, butter because they, like, like us. It's fun because, like, they... They interact They want us. to engage with in talking about K-State as much as we do. And it's like, we have a show because we like K-State that much. And it's like, yeah, these people like K-State that much, and that's why they've stuck around for so long. And it's fucking great. It's so fun to in, in the locker room, or not, I guess Spotify Green Room now has, like, is amplifying that even more and it's fucking great and I hope that I really hope we can do something to get together with people in person again yeah I, I think we probably it never works out but I think maybe it would for some reason work out better this next time yeah because I, now I feel like it's I mean, gotten down it, to I mean, the the, like, the, fo- the football uh, tailgate was fine yeah that was good um I, we had a handful of folks come by. Uh, the preseason back pre, or the, the pre-basketball. Yeah, ca- not cause. Johnny's. Johnny's. Um, that so, actually was pretty so, better so than So maybe what we need to do is we need to come Shit, up with Gene was Gene, I mean, was Gene there. came by. That yeah. was fucking that, like, oh, let's, oh, Gene's here. Yeah, like, <laughs> he came by for five minutes. So maybe what we need to do is just commit to a football game and I'll... Absolutely, we should. And okay, well, I think we would get minimum at least like 20 people that came by yeah like okay. we're gonna get the fucking green room folks yeah no and, doubt. i mean and, and i'll i'll let folks well hell how many folks ended up uh at the oklahoma state one at oklahoma state we had like 15 was that like an official thing i don't know i mean i think we tweeted about it yeah i don't know we'll we'll, we'll get enough is the thing yeah we'll, we'll do something we'll figure something out grant and i will talk about it we'll, we'll maybe pick out a game we'll um, have a cooler of 100 light beers yeah. And we're not going to bring cookies I, and chips like we did last time because I still have like cookie crumbs in my trunk. <laughs> like, um, yeah, like food for us is going to be tough. We're not going to do food, we'll, but like maybe I don't know. Like, man, all we need is like one grill, and we can do like fucking hamburgers. Then we also hot need dogs. like tables. Yeah, which I don't want to deal with. But we will do something for football <laughs> season. We'll pick a game. We'll, we'll figure something out. I'll make my dad... I'll, I'll buy an extra parking pass, and I'll tell my dad that he has, he can use my re, the regular one on the west side. Um, That's all I got. Yeah, I mean, um, shout yeah. out Jay Rieger. Shout out KC Steaks. Most expensive steaks on planet Earth. They're not our sponsor right now. That's why I okay. hit them with but a they, dig. They might be. Uh, Don't. <laughs> shout out to Spotify Green Room. Shout out to Andrew Stevens. Yep, we're going live on uh, Wednesday. Sports Drink, the dumbest name of all time. We've had any. like five of them. Yeah. What's going to be next? Corkscrew. Okay. Also, we're getting a new. <laughs> we're getting a new set of uh, koozies in with a new design. Uh, DM the show. Yep, with a new design from Will. DM the show or DM Scott Wildcat if you the first person tell me the first <laughs> brand name that we got paid under. So we're currently sports drink. You have to tell me the very first one that we had when we signed up with this media group. I'll send you a koozie. Uh, I love you guys. 
300 episodes. I don't know if we'll get 300 more, but hopefully we get a million yeah. episodes. I mean, you're committing to a lot. I mean, you're going to step up for some off-season shows? Give hey, a, man. Give me a month off. Usually, all you... No way will I give you a month off. But... Oh, shit, man. There's been a couple times where I was like... I mean, I could I could take like some trivia shows. Um, there's been times, man. All you got to do is be like, I can't do these. You have to. And I'll probably do it. Right now, Except not for, a good time. Well, I, well we're but, almost into the season. We're, we're going to get through it. But there, we'll, we'll just get this out. The, there was, <laughs> there's like been two times yeah. where I've been like, I give you all this notes. I'm like, hey, just do something. And then you're like throwing a fit about getting a show out on a Monday. Oh, well, yeah. Because like that's... Well, now, like I said, I'm committed to the bit at this point. Well, it was like, but there was points where I'm like, to, I, I'm I like, dude, can I just do it on like a Tuesday? And you're like, fuck no. It's like, but it's all like, right, I'll get so, it on Monday. That's part of the thing. It's like, well, we I had see a Wednesday show. Now, I see that now. I'm glad it only took 300 episodes for you to see that. Well, it it is a crazy standard, but I like, like, now it's like, we have to. Now. But here's the thing you can record it, like, especially if it's off topic, you can record it three weeks out. True. Absolutely. And I almost always give you two weeks' notice. Yeah. And when you do, I I come through. Well, I gave you the, the most recent one, and then you're like, oh, I don't, the, Dan, the one where you ended up doing off-topic questions with Dan, which was a fine episode. Oh, but I like, say all this stuff. And again, I understand you were just about to have a baby. You weren't a dad yet. I understand. <laughs> but I gave you, I think I gave you two months' notice on that one. Is what it is. And I put out a banger. You did. It was a fun <laughs> show. 300 episodes, a million downloads. We love you guys. We're After we throw in a song, we're going to be at hour 20. One of the longer ones. We love you guys. Grant, do, do the catchphrase. Every time we record in person now, it's like it's an hour and a half. Well, they're, they're always longer. <laughs> yeah, because we're like... We're, we're having fun. We're desperate for that humanity. Um, yeah, it's been good. Um Thank you for having me to your house. This is the first time in your home. It's great. Not and, the um, first time. Recording in your home. Oh, okay. But uh, thanks for the whiskey. Jay Rieger added to my top five rotation. Folks, meet me at the cabin. We come here from all sorts of ways. The reason we stay here is the same From being taught here what's right to never back from a fight These hills, they run deep in our veins Traditions run deep in us all Even when most of y'all leave till fall through the heat and the chill, we got a tall order to fill To make this town the best that they ever saw So here's to all you wildcatters, you flint rock road trashers You buck wild boys and girls of the plains To you bad blue stem bastards, walnut ball that this town will never change To them it seems strange But we're brought up this way Singing out 
thanks to folks like you We'll never give up the fight Five hours for our boats take the field We're half drunk and cranked up the tent From the first kickoff play up to fade Paddings Day You can come and race some hell with me, friend We might not get up till noon But we'll do more than burn them down after two Tuttle Creek to the bill From McGraw's to the Ville Raise them up, boys and girls, here's to you So here's to all you wildcatters And Flint Rock Road trashers You buck wild boys and girls of the plains To you bad blue-stemmed bastards And walnut ball bashers To hoping that this town ever change It seems strange, but we're brought up this way Singing out to our colors and our stripes Thanks to folks like you We'll never give up the fight And the classes are through Along with the life We're getting to You can always come get all undone Well at the place Where it all begun Here's to all you wildcatters You flint rock road trashers You buck wild boys and girls of the plains To you bad blue-stemmed bastards You all-night ball bashers To hoping that this town will never change So here's to all you wildcatters You flint rock road trashers You buck wild boys and girls of the plains Seems strange, but we were brought up this way, singing hell to our purple and our white. And thanks to folks like you, we'll never give up the fight. We'll never give up the fight.
Social Podcast Network.